Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. Hey you, listen up. The NFL season is rolling right along and DraftKings as an official sports betting partner of the NFL is bringing you all the action and all the best deals. Look me in the eye. If you somehow have not signed up for DraftKings yet, well, I got a great deal for you. Download the app, use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, and when you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly what you can then go play with but t-bob i love snaps i love you and i've already signed up well guess what DraftKings is taking care of all their customers throughout spooky season as you get game day sweeteners the entire month of october so whether you're new whether you've been around here for a while DraftKings is the most fun place to play it's taking care of you again if you're signing up for the first time promo code t-bob $5 NFL bet nets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So let's have some fun watching the games this spooky season. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in. Welcome in. Snaps is live back on YouTube. Hell yeah. Very excited. Very excited to be back here. And this is going to be every day. 
Uh, every day, Monday through Thursday, as long as everything that we do, as well as everything that we do on the weekend. So, uh, very excited to be back here. The new time uh, to when we're here on Air Dude and Pete's, we're going to be noon central, one Eastern, every day, youtube.com slash at volume snaps. Sub, sub, sub. The road to 7K continues. Shout out Matt B says, love you guys. Watch every show. Thanks for the real content. And Go dogs. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, look, dog fans, I know we're at a bit of um an impasse right now, but just know I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to truth tell you. I'm trying to hold you to a higher standard than it would appear that some of y'all, including Aaron, are willing to hold you yourselves to. Uh, what's going on, Aaron Murray? How are we feeling today? Man, I have a game tonight. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, weird. Tuesday night game is weird as hell because I'm, I'm home still. It's Tuesday. I'm taking care of the baby a little bit too this week with with our, our nanny out. Um, and then I have to leave in like an hour and a half to go up to Jacksonville State to cover Liberty versus Jacksonville State, the top two teams in CUSA. So if you need something to do tonight, Tuesday night, ESPNU, check your boy out. Liberty Biberty. Uh, don't Liberty forget Liberty. Jamie Chadwell of uh, Coastal Carolina fan fame now at Liberty. Hell yeah, Aaron. I'll be watching you. Listen to your – I love your broadcasting voice. It's a little different Thank than this you. one. You go a little deeper and a little sexier when you do it. Um, if, if That's what you should do for all the real ones, all the snapheads out there. You should uh, purr yeah. tonight. If you're really about it, per on the broadcast after like a sexy throw <laughs> or something is made. Um, all right, look, we got a we got a great show plan for you today. A few things that we're going to touch on: uh, the growth of Jalen Milrow and Alabama. Can they actually challenge UGA? LSU controls its own destiny. Me and Aaron have to continue to argue about UGA. There's some insane Mark Stoop sound to get to. Can Mario Cristobal ever come back from this weekend? And a snaps. Top 10. Uh, let's start, as we do every day, show with our opening comment. These come from our YouTube videos. Comb the comments in. Well, um, our producers choose the funniest ones. Uh, Rhett Womack, 430, or the best ones, says, T-Bob mad because they sp forgot how to spell defense, LOL. Um, I wish I could say that Rhett was wrong, but uh, The Athletic, about an hour ago, just dropped their updated uh, stop rate chart they do it every week we love it stop rates very simple when the opponent touches the ball how often are they getting points mm -hmm. um lsu is now down to 128th in the country um so they were 125 at oh a 42 percent stop rate i think now it's like a 41 percent stop rate and uh hey brady cook's good okay it is good. It's a really good offense. That's a good offense. Luther Bird may be the uh, the the. I'm like I say the best because I do think the best receiver is is on LSU right now. But uh, top two playmaker in the SEC. So I will defend LSU yeah. a little bit there. But no, they they suck. They they are they're down to 128. Still oh. last in the Power Five. Um, San Jose State, Louisiana Monroe, right in front of them. Arkansas State, Kent State, Hawaii, Charlotte, New Mexico behind them. So, yes, Rhett, I hate you, mm -hmm. but you're right. LSU's defense is awful. KMC says that stop rate's going to go up this weekend. Hopefully, hopefully it should against Auburn, but we're not here to talk about LSU Auburn Day. We are here to talk about a little Jalen Milrow in Alabama uh, because there's an article in ESPN right now 
basically asking, you know, uh, Nick Saban saying, look, I'm very pleased with Jalen Milrose progression yeah. and quote, you cannot allow one play to affect the next play. And that's something he's learned and is doing a lot better. Staying much more positive on the sidelines, communicating well with his teammates mm -hmm. and coaches in terms of what he saw and what he didn't see, what he needs to do to get it corrected. So that's something that comes a little bit with experience, but I think it comes with awareness, and I think we're making good progress in both areas. Nick Saban is touching on here, Aaron Murray, what I would call um, and do call the football golden rule. Uh, my old man who played an NFL quarterback for a long time, he used to always say this, one snap and clear. And yeah. it's a mindset that has a lot of value, especially the position that you played, right? Because throwing an interception has to be one of the worst feelings in the entire world, worse than giving up a sack, worse than you know, anything really in football. And so how do you avoid letting one bad play turn into two and three? It's also a fascinating mindset because it makes you very present oriented. And when all you're worried about is the present and you're not worried about the future, you're not afraid of failure, but you're also not so hung up on success. All you're looking at, okay, in this moment, what do I need to do in order to win this moment and then you get to the next moment so on and so forth seems like in the past Jalen Milrow was maybe letting things snowball on him he's gotten better the question is now that we look up and Alabama's in firm control they have a good defense Jalen Milrow's the third highest rated passer in the SEC do you think the growth of Milrow and Bama can they challenge your GA Bulldogs well, I think it's a it's a growth for him. I also think it's a growth for Tommy Reese. I think it's a growth for the entire football team of of understanding who you are and who is the quarterback. I don't think this is just you can't peg this on one person. Like this is not all. And, and, and goodbye, Jalen Milrow for 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 mentally going through the ups and downs of the season so far of, of playing not playing well versus Texas. Mm -hmm. You lose at home at Tuscaloosa. You get benched the next week. You allow you know, essentially a tryout for quarterback with the other two guys. Then you're back to being the starting quarterback, and it doesn't seem like that's really affected him. So, so first off, yes, good for Jalen for going through the ebbs and flows and coming out on top, but good for Tommy Reese for 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 changing this offense True. and understanding who you have at quarterback and what the team dynamic is going to be. This is going to be a team that will win more games like they did this past weekend rather than 40 to 20. 27 to 20 is going to get it done. So yeah. as a team identity, they have learned that. As a defense, they've taken their game to another level, understanding that, hey, this is who our quarterback is. This is what we're going to do on offense. We better be kick-ass on that side of the football. And they have been one of the best defenses in America this entire season. They've really taken their game to another level, I would say, these past two weeks as well. So we're even three weeks, going back to Ole Miss. So for me, it is a collective Alabama, everyone buying into this new identity and mm -hmm. helping to elevate Jalen to the way he's playing right now. Um. So, and look, Marlon says, wow, Alabama being an unranked team that's very talented, but went five and seven unless you're not impressed. I do, I, I, I do feel what you're getting at there. Uh, I would say, though, look, they're down 17 to 10 and a half. This is a game where a lot of people are choosing A&M just outright. Uh, it was on the road in College Station. And you're going to be like, well, T-Bob, but you just shit on Georgia's win. And as we're going to explore in today's show, I'm not treating Georgia. Like, yes, I'm judging Georgia much harsher, right? I'm treating them with a scalpel of analysis. Like, I'm cutting deep into their core. But that's what Georgia deserves. Alabama's incredibly flawed. LSU, incredibly flawed. You don't treat these teams in the same way. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there later. Um, 
Here's the deal with Alabama. I think this is very clear. Uh, no, Alabama cannot challenge Georgia. Um, look, Al- Alabama's been pretty. I mean, they're, they're don't get me wrong. They've done a damn good job. Like this is a you know hell they of a job. They don't have a chance. They don't no. have a chance in your mind. No. By the no, way, no, I don't think Al- Alabama has a chance against Georgia. Um, look, UJ is still the class of the SEC. Uh, UJ is a more complete team offensively and defensively. Carson Beck is better than Jalen Milrow. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Milrow did show last games that they can win in multiple ways. The same way that Georgia's won in multiple ways. They also both have pretty nice road wins that I yeah. do applaud, but I don't think Alabama has anyone as good as Brock Bowers. Um, no, look, ultimately, it's just not as good of a team. Uh, the thing is, though, none of this takes away from what Nick Saban is doing with the uh, this Alabama team this year. Uh, most thought that this would be a three. Well, I tough. I I shouldn't say most because like all the college game day guys chose them to win the Natty. But Aaron and me talked all off season about how look replacing both coordinators, everybody you lost. Like this should be a three loss team. All the drama, all the turnover, all the early season struggles, and yet we suddenly look up. And they're top 10. They're in the driver's seat for the SEC West, having already dispatched two of their toughest three Western opponents. Mm -hmm. Like Nick Saban really is a spooky motherfucker. You just can't kill him. That said, I would be shocked if he were to meet up with Alabama in Atlanta. Like, like the only reason why you actually fear Alabama right now is because of the Nick Saban factor. It's just yep. because he has a way of accomplishing things that sh- that no one else has. Well, no, 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 no. Disagree. Disagree. It's partly, yes, Nick Saban factor, but you also know that this is still the roster with the most four and five-star talent in America. Like th- that, that does play a factor in like understanding that this is a young football team, which is why my mentality has always been Alabama is building towards 2024. Like that is going to be their season. But if they do continue to get better and all those young guys do elevate their football team, then all of a sudden you're talking about Nick Saban, who's still the GOAT, along with a bunch of very talented individuals that can win any game on their on their schedule. Like can uh, they be the same, uh, in, 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 in in seven weeks? In seven the offensive weeks line kind of sucks. The offensive they line kind of sucks. I do sucks. agree with that. I do agree uh, that. Milrow is better, but he makes way more mistakes than Beck the makes defense still. Is elite, though. Um, defense their is defense elite. is elite, but it's also not really the defense of Alabama pass. Like, don't get me wrong. It's good. 15 points a game is second in the SEC to Georgia, and they played a way harder schedule, so I'll give them that. Um, but yardage-wise, they're around fourth and fifth in everything. You know, they're second in the conference in sacks, and they're like fourth in TFLs, like, it's it's I it's a championship level defense, uh, maybe in a vacuum, it, borderline I championship I level. That but there's two weaknesses. Georgia may be better, but I don't think it's as as big as a gap as you're making out to be. Right no, now. defensively like, we could call it a wash, but I think Georgia's yeah. offense is better by a significant margin. Carson Beck is better, but, and Alabama has nobody to I rival Brock Bowers. But I think the defense is good enough is good enough, especially on the back end, and they can get after the quarterback too, where it's going to be hard for me to feel like that they're going to be a part of a game that was like Texas, where the game gets – if, if Jalen progresses, and I don't need him to to, to like skyrocket and all of a sudden become a, a, an extremely prolific passer, not just the go balls, but everything from 5 to 25, but if he just manages the game better and and and, and, and Alabama can, can continue to find ways to win games in the 20s, I don't think there's going to be a team – that's going to be able to score 
40 plus points on them again. Like they're going to be in the game. LSU, and Nick Saban, that would be the only one, one, but they'll give up 40. Yeah, they will give up 40. Yeah, maybe, LSU. <laughs> maybe LSU. That's what I'm saying. LSU is the only team that could put up actual points in Alabama remaining on their schedule, but LSU will also probably allow Jermaine Burton and Jalen Milrow to absolutely, Jim McClellan oh. to absolutely feast. <laughs> Yeah, but other than that, I, I just don't. I, I don't buy. I I think they are a good enough roster. They're 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 they they have now found their identity of who they are, and you have Nick Saban as your head coach. And I think you know what was funny. We go back to Nick Saban at the beginning of the season when he had that big smile on his face, and we were kind of joking of like, you know, what does this mean? Does this mean that Nick Saban is you know you know happy or just kind of saying you know what screwed? I'm going to enjoy it. I think Nick Saban is is. Thinking of of how he built this roster, what his true identity is as a coach, and that is winning games like this. He got out of his comfort zone the past five years. He adapted, and he's been one of the best at doing it, of understanding like this is where the game's going. I'll change who I am and build these incredible offenses and 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 you know, dip my toe into the to the transfer portal and 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 you know, get on my fans about uh NIL, whatever it is. Like he has gone full board there. But when it comes down to who Nick Saban is at his core, this is the true team that he enjoys coaching the most. This is who uh, he is. And I mean, look, I do I, worry about that a little bit. So we're saying the same things. Like, I I agree. This is a masterclass by Nick Saban in taking a team that was so flawed, stumbled out the gates early hard, went through an identity crisis. And now all of a sudden we rallied them and got a couple of really nice wins under their belt. Like and wins in which they were down a half and had to come back and finish with a very strong second half. Like great job on every front. Just don't think they're as good as UGA. I just, I just don't see it. Like, I don't think they're an actual threat to beat UGA. If, if, if this but honestly, Alabama but, 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 team but, but would beat Georgia, that would be a failure on Kirby smart and company. 2021, right? 2021. First, first, first national championship, SEC championship. I remember walking into that stadium saying, "There is no way in hell that Alabama beats Georgia." Georgia was the best defense we've ever seen, by far the best defense we've ever seen. They were better than Alabama the entire season, and Alabama showed up and kicked their ass. Georgia got revenge, and it helped that their top receiver, but their top two receivers didn't play in the national championship, or their, their their real number one got hurt, you know, in the first quarter. But they ended up getting revenge. They won the game. But no one, no one thought, and I was even at the game, there weren't even, there was maybe, maybe 30% Alabama fans in the stands. They knew they weren't the better football team. Again, the Yet game they beat the Atlanta. living. Be painfully fucking clear about that. It you is in like Atlanta. A drive. In Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. It's an hour and a half drive from Alabama. This isn't, this isn't from Baton Rouge where you have to get in a plane. It is an hour and a half drive for Alabama fans. To get to Atlanta. So completely different than your excuses of why LSU didn't show up to Atlanta last year, T-Bob. Completely different. I'm actually throwing you a bone here. And they beat their ass. So once again, it's still Nick Saban. It's still Alabama. Are they capable of beating Georgia? 100%. Is Georgia the better football team like you talked about? Yes, they are. Huh. Dougie, to your point, Georgia were six and a half point favorites in that game. Yeah. The problem is if they played this year, no, it'd probably be about single digits. Okay. Maybe you're right. I still think you're speaking out of more 
kind of respect and fear for what Nick Saban has done versus rather than what we've seen on the field. I mean, even go look at the A&M game. You have that many penalties against Georgia, you ain't winning. Yeah. You have that many self-inflicted. I mean, Nick Saban literally called it the sloppiest game that he thinks they've ever won in uh, their entire in his entire time at Alabama. So whatever. I I I credit to Bama. I do not think them capable of beating Georgia winning the SEC. I do still have them as my favorite to win the West. LSU's just too flawed with that defense. Even though, look, their schedule: home versus Tennessee, home versus LSU at Kentucky at Auburn. Alabama should win all of those games, but. Well, the yeah, they, they home still, schedule is 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 key. Like those, the two games yeah. they could lose. I, mean, I wouldn't even consider Tennessee a game they should like. Tennessee is not is nowhere near where they were last year. I think A and M actually beats Tennessee this week, and we'll, we'll dive into that later on this week. I think I I would still give LSU a chance to win the football game, and I and I, I'm yeah. interested to see what LSU looks like for the next few weeks. You know, if there is some miraculous improvement on on D, like they need. What Jalen's done at quarterback for Alabama and the improvements he's made over the past three weeks is somehow what LSU needs to figure out over the next three weeks defensively. And if they just get now, any better on that side of the football, then I think they can win the damn football game. And uh, this is not a bad point from Nick, though it probably applies to 99% of teams. He says Bama's a QB going down from losing to LSU. Fair, but and maybe more fair because you know Jalen Milrow does run a lot, but like, you know, what does LSU look like without Jaden Daniels? Like, I like Garrett Nussmeyer, but you're fucked yeah. if you don't have Jaden and you have this defense. What does Georgia what does look Georgia like without Beck? Like Carson? I'm, I'm sure Aaron will tell you they're going to be awesome because they have another five-star who's just, like, going to win the Heisman also because somehow all three quarterbacks of Georgia are going to win the Heisman. Uh, but for most I of know. us mere mortals, a quarterback is a death sentence. Um, the rumor on the street is they're just going to give the, the the Heisman to to Bobo and his QBs. It's going to be like a group award for for the season. Me, me oh. to be advisor says exactly. T. Bob Murray has PTSD from Saban. Let's be clear, I have PTSD. From Saban. Saban literally handed me the worst, most disappointing moment of my entire life. Well, you know, with stuff that doesn't actually matter. Uh, losing that national championship in the manner in which we did, we all do. That's my point, though. Is I'm trying to cut through my irrationality. Because I opened researching for today's show, I was like, yeah, this does mean Alabama could challenge. And then when I tried to think analytically and critically, I was like, no, you know what? I actually don't believe that they should be able to. So if they do, then fucking, I don't know. He ascends to Valhalla. He's like one of the yeah. few mortals that gets taken up to heaven without actually dying. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I would think if, if, and we can move on for this, um, yeah. if Saban wins a championship this year, I think he should retire. Like this would be his greatest accomplishment in my mind. Yes. Like this would be, this would be your drop the mic walk off moment for Nick Saban. If you find a way with this roster and the quarterback situation and the the just not looking anywhere what we've seen from Alabama for 15 years, if you win a championship this year, this should be your moment to walk off. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be the ultimate go out on top sort of situation, um, but I just don't see it. I don't think it's possible. Jonathan Glasgow says Saban is the nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I, I agree. He's got that movie villain sort of vibe to him. Um, John A. Schultz says, uh, could humans create a singularity if some team makes Brian Ferentz the OC and Alex Grinch the DC? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I know there's some fiction out there where like there's like these these kind of pool of human emotions and Somehow the emotions end up gaining sentience. 
uh, you would have, if that happened, whosoever college team that was, that fan base would create so much anger and hate that it would unleash a literal black, hateful demon upon the world. So be careful with that kind of talk, John. We cannot allow that to happen. Um, hey, I, look, if you want to go to any of the big games this fall, though, because there's, you know, I mean, who do we got this week? We got Oregon, uh, USC, which, or no, Oregon, Washington, Washington. which are going to end up breaking down. The game's going down in Washington. Hell yes, dude. You got USC, Notre Dame going down. Whatever, man. You're a massive college football fan. You're a big game time fan. The best way to get tickets to any of these games, game time. Fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. And it can be last minute. Like, let's say you get a hair up your ass, like, oh, I want to go drive and watch this game. Well, last minute, just download game time and you get tickets to college games, pro games, baseball games, playoffs going on right now, concerts, comedy shows. Download the app right now. And if you use the code SNAPS, you get $20 off your first purchase. It's S N A P S. Terms apply. Download game time, code SNAPS, $20 off. And no matter where you live, let's get out and have some fun this week. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Uh, let us move on from Alabama. Um, one, I have a quick note on LSU here, Aaron, because we're talking about Alabama leading the West. Uh, one interesting thing about LSU is right now, technically, I believe they control their own destiny. And you may say, oh, well, T-Bob, how, how is that? You know, they lost Ole Miss. Well, Ole Miss has Georgia and A&M left. Like, I think that they mm -hmm. almost assuredly lose to Georgia. Uh, but I think for sure they lose one of those two games. That puts them at two SEC losses. Meaning, if LSU can win out and beat Alabama, even if Alabama finishes undefeated, they would have the tiebreaker. So if you're an LSU fan, I don't know what this means, but you do control your own destiny for the rest of this season. But obviously, with the last place defense in the Power Five, I don't know how much hope there is there. Um, though Jane Daniels is awesome. Uh, let's it comes on the one game. Let, let, quick comment. It, it comes down to yeah. that. That's it. Like that is if you look at LSU schedule, Auburn, Army, Florida, Georgia mm -hmm. State, AM. Actually, you have I didn't realize that five of the last six games of the season are at home. home. Four of the first Alabama. six have been on the road. Tiger Stadium's yeah. finally about to be popping for the first time this mm -hmm. year. 6 p.m. Saturday. That's actually one of the reasons why I feel really good about this Auburn game. Is yeah. although I, you know, the LSU defense remains what it is, this team is going to be just so happy to get back home um, and have that defense play in front of a friendly crowd. It's, yeah, it's, 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 I, I like, I like LSU this weekend for sure. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. J-Labs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. 
JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Um, Greg Hendricks says, you guys got to talk about Stoops' comments. All right, I, I think this is a good idea, because we could talk Kentucky and Stoops, and that can transpose into us trying to put a bow on our Georgia debate that we've been having. Um. Mark Stoops was on his uh, Mark Stoops radio show, and he was asked about losing to Georgia and, and you know, fans complaining about it. And, uh, well, here's what Stoops had to say. For us, it's, it's you know, we, we got to watch it. We got to see it. You got to own it. You know, you got to solve it. And then we got to go do it, you know. The other side of that, the, the you know, the, the other side, if you want to do that, it's playing, complain, deny or make excuses. And we're not going to do that. You know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, fans have that right. I, I give it to them. It, you know, I just encourage them to donate more 
because that's what those teams are doing in in uh, in uh, yeah, I could promise you in Georgia they they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days, and uh, we could use some help. That's what they look like. You know what I mean? When you have 85 of them, so so uh, I encourage uh, anybody that's disgruntled to to pony up some more. Ooh, damn! Ooh, ooh, I mean, ooh, just just ooh. taking shots at your team first off. Like you're, how, how do you feel if you're a player in the locker room when when you're so okay? Like you, that. Ooh, that was bad in so many ways. That so that's what you get on. He is not wrong. Like he no. said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Uh, but regardless of the veracity of his comments, this is a masterclass in bad leadership. Uh, he says, don't make excuses. He immediately launches into an excuse. Yeah. Uh, he blames the fans for not giving enough money, and he blames the players for being shitty, like you said. Like, inherently, <laughs> he's saying, yeah, they're just fucking good, and I got a bunch of shit players that aren't worth yeah. Like, if oh. I had more money, I could buy good guys, too. It's a yeah. damn horse. What do you, what do you think? Kentucky Kentucky Florida, that damn horse right ain't now. fast enough. T-Bob's going to get his wish that Kentucky's going to go to crap the, the finish the season off because now, I mean, if I'm a player in that locker room and my coach goes on a radio show and just says those words to me, because say what you want, T-Bob, that's still a good roster and there's some talent on that football team and there's guys that are going to be playing the NFL. Like it, it's not, we all know it's not Georgia's roster. It's not Alabama's not according roster. To Mark but like to literally essentially confront your football team and say you're not even close to to Georgia like I think it's a bad look for his team and and, and I'm, I'm with you the first thing that came to my mind too was our second thing was the we're not I'm not going to make an excuse but if I had some deeper pockets and you guys gave a damn about football instead of just basketball you know we'd be out here you know producing more wins so this is this isn't on you like I know you pay me 10 million dollars to be a he's a top 10 paid coach in college football nine ten million dollars whatever it is like it's not my job to get these players it's not my job to get these players ready it's your job to give me money so i can go buy players like no like, yeah so that's the other that's the other garbage part about this is what an uh, awful pr look to be a man uh, who makes eight million dollars a year to go eight and five every year you literally get paid a million dollars per win yeah. And you're bitching about fans not giving you enough money. Uh, uh, awful. John Schultz says, Mel Tucker said the exact same thing in Big Ten Media Days. Okay, well, you are the company you keep. And I don't think anybody's out here saying Mel Tucker's a very good coach. Um, later in the show, Mark Stoops would be confronted with the fact that in his, and this is your king, Aaron, so get ready, um, uh, yeah. that in his 10-plus years at Kentucky, in plus years, he has beaten exactly two SEC teams that finished with a winning conference record in over 10 years, only twice. There was 2018 Florida, which finished five and three and 2017 South Carolina, which finished five and three. So, so Aaron, not only only two wins over SEC to finish with records, but not even like a big one. Never yeah. like a seven and one, a six and two. So fuck you. But how many, how many, how many bullshit? How many big time teams have there been in the SEC East where you can kind of flaunt your muscles a little bit and say like, oh, we got this massive win. These to defend him a little bit and it, it's, it's kind of like 
defending and hurting him all at once. He is benefited because the East has been down for a decade. It it just is. It has oh, been well, one. Oh, yeah, no, no, that that would that would make sense. And that would make. Sense. He's beat up there on a bunch only of four SEC wins every single year. Aaron, he's only winning like fifty percent of the conference games. Why did Mark Stoops fight so hard to not go to nine SEC games? Because they pay him a million a year to win. Well, what are you? What are your expectations for Kentucky? Like what? Like you right now. When you look at Kentucky, I'm not expecting them to be a 10-win team year in and year out. I think what no. he's doing is he's put a really good product on the field. He's put a competitive product on the field, and they're they are winning their seven, eight, nine, maybe for with 10 win, win win seasons. And I think that's fucking great. I do think it's pretty damn impressive. I don't care what the stats say. Like this is still Kentucky, no matter what we want to argue about. It is still Kentucky, and he has done a hell of a job of turning it into a competitive program. I'm not saying elite. I'm not saying a bunch of winners. A very competitive program. Ah, okay. Kind of like P.J. Fleck did in Minnesota. Winning 10 games consistently, yeah. you know, taking a school that hadn't been anything in a while, making them pretty relevant. Exactly. So that's my point. When I come after Georgia, okay, I'm doing it under a harsh the, the harshest light of criticism because Georgia's not a normal team. If you're watching film of Michael Jordan, you don't fucking view it the same as film of Jordan Poole. What Jordan Poole does well would be shit for Michael Jordan. So like what, what even Alabama does well is not acceptable if you're Georgia and you're trying to win a third national mm -hmm. championship in a row, which is everything I'm getting at with this Kentucky game. All this Kentucky game was, was you finally looking like the team that I always expected you and that you should have been but this year. It doesn't make it not a press. Like my, I, I, yes, I agree with you in that point. I'm just saying like you're still downplaying that this was just some scrub football team and that you should have beat them by 40 points. Like, no. Yeah. You beat, them 14, you beat them 14 years in a row now and you beat them by double digits every single time. Like except for once, I think. What are we talking about? <laughs> like every year you beat the fuck out of Kentucky. I also, know. Kentucky is a spectacularly 30, bad matchup. Winning for, by uh, in terms of playing is a different yeah. is a different beast. Beating Kentucky by 38 is a little bit different than beating them by 14 or 17 points. Like there is um, a there is a, a mindset of the, the the way in which you dominate four quarters, the way you look, yes, I agree. Like part of it's like we haven't seen Georgia look like that the entire season, but to beat a team that was still whatever it was, still ranked inside the top 20 when you played them, top 25, and you beat them by 38 points. Don't hit me with that top 25. Don't hit me. I'll, I'll put, I'll put, let's put 100 bucks right now as to whether or not Kentucky ends up in the top 25 by year's end. You want to play that game? You want to play that game? You can make back some of that Carson Beck Heisman bet you're going to lose. I'll put it on it. I'll put it on it. 100 bucks. There you go. <laughs> okay, there we go. Hey. 100 bucks. Final AP poll, Brum, mark it down. Will Kentucky down. be in there? So again, this is my whole point, UJ. I'm not shitting on you. I'm saying, though, you are a champion. I'm going to treat you like a champion. What's, what's acceptable for others is not acceptable for you. And, and so what I saw against Kentucky Saturday, very good, Aaron. You are right. Very good. Very impressive. One of the reasons why I come on here today and say, no, I don't think Alabama can challenge. But at the same time, exactly what I thought you were going to be the entire year with this schedule.
So let's see. Like ultimately, all I've said about Georgia is I think they're going to make the playoff. I think you they're going to win it, the SP, make the playoff, and that's what I doubt. You're you're holding them to a higher standard. Yes, you 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 have the mindset of Georgia's competing with 2021 and 2022 Georgia. Yes, and that's they are. That, that's the trap that everyone's going to fall into this entire season, and it's unfortunate because it is. It's not a trap though; it's the truth. It, they are. It's everything no, y'all have talked about. It, it the is, second Kirby won two, he started counting to three on his fingers to the crowd. It's a new team, yes. man. The brand new spanking team. It's a new season, new challenges. It, ah. you, you cannot what? It's a new team, but the expectations remain the same. In fact, yeah. the expectations are higher than ever. And if perfection's the goal, unfair. then anything imperfect, it is unfair. It's but I mean, unfair. what do you want? What do you want? I don't want to, I don't want to cry about it. I'm just saying, like, you it's, cry it's, about it? it's, it's, it's good for them. Like, you, you want, want to go as to a, the as an athlete, you want you want those expectations from the fan base to be sky high, and that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's better than th- it's better than everyone talking about them being seven and five last year. No, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I would, I would probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I was going to say I'd probably rather be Georgia than uh, supporting a team that has the worst defense in the Power Five. But I, I have really learned something the last few years of the LSU experience, which is, it is. As I get older, I appreciate it more, Aaron. There is nothing on this earth that makes me feel like live college football does. I mean, in terms of feeling like every single play, my soul is going to be ripped out of my body or I'm going to ascend to heaven. Like every play, I feel like I'm either going to heaven or hell. And and I love movies. I love video games. I love all forms of entertainment. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 is fucking incredible and I love it, but there ain't nothing that gets my heart pumping and makes me happier or sadder than watching college football. And so losing is kind of fun sometimes like that. Um, John says, so team, I think LSU is the worst defense in USC. I don't think I know. No, huh. they are. L- look at the numbers, John. Yeah. It's not even close. LSU is awful. Um, team, I'm just hating on UGA because he won't get the CRD lineman pick up the QB with one arm this year. I mean, that was, I told you, you should put that on the Nagurski trophy. It's the tightest defensive line moment I've ever seen in my life where you start celebrating mid-sack in the middle of a play. It was parading tight. the opposing quarterback around like he's some sort of trophy like this is like medieval times it was pretty tight until Jalen just or Jaden continues just to get absolute rocked because at the at the moment of impact he just stops and stands straight up and down and allows defenses to pick him up and throw him like a rag doll I just don't hey, get it like I've hey, that's a tough a son of a bitch though get, I, a tough he, son of a bitch 100%, but why does he do it like I've never seen he, he has so many embarrassing moments as a quarterback uh, from the Jalen incident to this year of why do you put yourself in a situation where you 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 think it's like two-hand touch where like you touch me it, the play's over no they're coming to tackle you Jaden they're coming to kill you you play the quarterback <laughs> position protect yourself a little bit more I, I just um, I, 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 it's crazy his first instinct is let me stop they're not going to hit me well, he's got a weird running style anyway. He's got this uh-huh. almost like loopy, long, like you, you ever see like old cartoons where you have a real skinny guy and you see him like front on, but then when he, or maybe you like see him profile. And then when he turns front on, he's just like that thin, like uh-huh. Jaden has this ability, you know, like a cat, like when a cat flattens itself and goes under a gap that you're like, there's no way it should fit in that gap. That's Jaden when he splits defenders, but it's always straight up. He doesn't, he never lowers always. his head. Everything's just all the way up here, like perfect posture. 
Um, all right, let's uh, let's table crystal ball till tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and you know the question is, can Mario Cristobal ever come back from this moment? I I don't. I I honestly don't know. Uh, but I would rather spend the rest of this time since it's kind of a theme with the show that we've done today, doing our snaps top yeah. ten. Um which is kind of what kicked this all off in the beginning because Aaron came in here and said, we're absolutely putting Georgia number one on the snaps top 10 because they beat Kentucky 51 to 13. Nothing's changed for Georgia for me. Nothing's changed for Michigan for me. Um, why did, why did we move Georgia and Michigan off our number one and number two teams in the past? Because other teams had bigger wins. Was it solely that, or was it they, they weren't dominating the way that we, we no, no, were expecting? No, 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 no. Michigan, Michigan dominated really all year long. No, yes, they yes, were winning yes, like yes, 30 yes. to 7. No, but okay. Their oh, first three oh, games like 30 oh, to 7. They oh, weren't like out a now. bunch of... Now, time out now. What happened to Mr. Watson Film? What happened to Mr. Watson Film? What happened to Mr. Watson? Because Tennessee, or excuse me, Michigan, remember, we, we did this study last week on snaps. There was a great article yeah. about this. Uh, Michigan was dominating the first three quarters, chilling the fourth. Georgia was struggling the first, I'm not and then dominating as the game went on. No, but what I'm, I'm saying just, is, I'm just saying like Michigan, Michigan wasn't also beating teams fifty nothing. No, mean, they were though. They, they just didn't play all four quarters. That's what I'm saying. They were. They just didn't play all four quarters. Rutgers is the only one who hung. But did you know that Rutgers is undefeated against the spread this year? Shano's actually doing a pretty respectable job up there. Um, no, so that's why we moved Michigan over. Mm. That's why th this Kentucky win is the first time that Georgia had a Michigan sort of win, and credit to them. But it ain't gonna, it ain't a better win than OU over Texas. Um, I don't think it's a better win than Ohio State over no. Notre Dame. No, no, I don't no, think it's a better win than Florida State over LSU. You have, you have to, but you have to take in there. There has to be a human aspect to this too. It can't be just like you have a better resume, so we're gonna put you ahead. Yeah, it's fucking not, can. Yeah, you're no. what, think about what you just said. You can't let the football decide the football rankings. What do you mean? You have to take into some sort of judgment, especially if two teams have the same record of what do those teams, in my opinion, like what do those teams, if you put Georgia and Oklahoma on a field tomorrow, who wins the football game? I hate this game. I don't, this I, is the why same not? Game that let the fucking football decide. Let the, if you want to let the football decide, I have to, in my mind, when I'm ranking teams, I know you're not play each other. I like, I have to kind of guess like, okay, if I, the, you're not letting the football team, decide you're hypothetically created in your mind because I've seen the rosters and I've seen how those guys have played knowing that Georgia is the better football team, but people still lose games. Look at Alabama last year. They would be favored against any team at any time, save for Georgia, but and Alabama they lost was twice. Flawed the entire season, though. It doesn't and matter. They, they, they didn't favored. look like that on film. They did not put, look dominant put, the entire season. You knew that was going to come. Put Alabama against any team in the playoff last year, save for Georgia, and they're favored. So why didn't they make the playoff? Because the football has to decide at a certain point. And I ain't going to reward you they just because you fucking they lost two games. Once I again, get, Georgia hasn't lost two games. They, they lost two lost games, but to your point, to your but to your hypothetical point, they would have been favored over TCU. They would have been favored over Michigan. They would have been favored over who's the fourth playoff team last year. They would have been favored over Georgia. Yeah, they would have been favored over Ohio State. Like I, I believe that. But um, that was it. that's what Alabama fans are trying to argue the entire time. My point is, no. At a certain point, the football does matter because shit happens. You fucking thought Texas was going to beat Oklahoma. Said here, we crowned Texas. We made him number one. Exactly. So they down. 
No, exactly. So, so what I'm saying is, I don't want to hear your argument that you is just think George is better Alabama than these teams. teams. Your argument's a ten and two Alabama team that had two losses. So, like, I don't care that Vegas would have you favored. You didn't win the football games. Georgia, to this point, has won all their football games. Completely different argument. Who yeah, but they have? haven't won any impressive ones. They played at home five or six times. They beat UT who, Martin. Who do you have at one? Oklahoma. Oh God. Do it. No. Bitch. Why not? I not do it. I will not. Why not? I you just want to get it back in the good grace. You just had Texas at number one. Who just beat the number one team in the country's undefeated, lead the nation in turnovers, has the guy who should be winning the Heisman right now. Why not Oklahoma? Why? Because because they beat Cincinnati 20 to 7. What? What do you mean? Why? Or 20 to 9, whatever it was. Why yes. not Oklahoma? Ah, <sighs> reward the too. wins. I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it. I get it. It is hard. It is a very good point. We did have Texas at one for the past few weeks. They did beat them. It was a neutral site game. I still think Georgia and Michigan are the better two teams. I think That's Georgia fine. The best That's fine. Let's let them prove it. Let's let them get some good wins. Georgia gets a good win, and we will immediately rocket them to the top, like against a good opponent. They will immediately win the SEC. They'll probably have to wait. Yes, that's what I was to say. The SEC championship. No, Ole Miss would be nice. You know, if Ole Miss keeps appreciating value and you beat Ole Miss like you beat him like a drum, that that could be enough to jump Georgia back to number one. I, I would I would seed that point. I would seed that point, but I'm not there yet. Okay. okay. All right. Um, all right, fine. Let's do it. One. Yes. They got the best win. They, they have they have the best win this season. Besides Texas. They have the best win this to, season. Besides, I still think Texas going into Tuscaloosa is the best win in college football. But you beat Texas, so you you you're up. A, you're you're number two. It's the second best win in college football. Nick says Florida State has wins over Clemson and LSU. Better resume than OU. I know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I think LSU and Clemson are that good of wins. Does the combination of Clemson LSU overcome OU's win over Texas? No. Nope. I don't think so either. Also, nope. um, oh. and, and okay, what's kind of pissing me off about Florida State, we've gone on the mat hard for them. They're looking a little shaky, dude. Like they gotta, they gotta, and, and then Clemson and LSU, like we said, continue to kind of depreciate in value a bit. Like, uh, I, 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 I am thinking FSU second. And to your point, no. Aaron. To your no. point that we just argued about, like, doesn't feel like they should be the second best team, but they do have the second best resume. No, 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 no. No, I'm not doing who, that. Who that, that go I'll draw the Penn line State? there. I'll give you Oklahoma at one, but I'm going Georgia, Michigan, two, three. Okay. 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 I can't even hate on that. I can't even hate on that. I think we should go Michigan, Georgia, though. No, Georgia, Michigan. Why? We can't. We can't do this again. Why? What do we have last week? I guess we'll keep it consistent. We've had Michigan UGA for weeks now because Michigan was beating the hell out of teams. Okay, let's go. I do think Michigan um, right now is... String Jeans says dance around all you want, T-Boo, but it's coming out of Georgia, Michigan, X and X. Oh, look, bro, I agree. Probably. Guys, that's Probably. what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying the entire time. Um, uh, I do agree. I think Michigan right now has been the most... To me, Michigan has been the most consistent, dominant football team this entire season. So they don't have Michigan, the signature win, which keeps them from one. Yes. We'll, we'll keep them at two, Georgia three, FSU four. Okay. I think I think that makes sense. I think I, I think that feels actually pretty pretty good. 
pretty objectively good there. Ohio State five, Penn State six. <clears throat> Let Washington, who's seven eight, figure it out this weekend. One of them win, they'll jump into the top five. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Let me see. How, let me see how this looks on paper. I say five, Penn State six. Washington seven, Oregon eight. Yep. I got Texas nine, Louisville ten. Huh. Texas, Texas, Texas. I love Louisville ten. I love Louisville ten. I'll ride with you there. Also, they have a very easy schedule. So like they should just continue to win, most likely. Yep. Um Texas over USC. Undefeated SC. Yes. You lost on the last second touchdown against now our number one team in the country in Oklahoma. I'm not letting USC, who's been just crap. Fair logic. Absolutely fair logic. That. Yeah. Absolute fair logic. Um, all right. I think then that makes sense. Oklahoma, one. Michigan, two. UJ, three. Florida State, four. Ohio State, five. Penn State, six. Washington, seven. Oregon, eight. Nine, Texas. Ten, Louisville. And yes, either Washington or Oregon will jump the Big Ten teams as yes. they continue to play. No, and probably jump FSU. Who does Florida State have? Let's see. Florida State plays Syracuse, Duke without their quarterback, Wake Forest, Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida. Huh. FSU, bro. FSU should 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 roll. Into the ACC championship. Who are they going to play in the ACC championship, though? I think we're going to find out maybe this weekend with North Carolina, Miami. We'll break that down on Thursday. Yeah, we got, I mean, but Louisville, like we said, Louisville just entering yeah, our Louisville top snaps too, top 10, Louisville. dude. And Louisville, a new challenger play, enters the mix. Louisville doesn't play, they'll play Miami at Miami. But if Miami loses a couple more, then you're not worried about that head to head with Miami. Uh, KMC says Michigan's the only school with the worst strings held in Georgia. No, we know, but that's what we're saying is that they handled it. You know, they, they they kicked ass every single week. Like Michigan is the same team they were last year, except now JJ McCarthy's clearly the best quarterback in the Big Ten. Yes, that's what makes him scary. Now, granted, what I've seen out of Carson Beck the last couple of weeks is finally looking like the guy that Aaron was promising me all off season. He gets a big road win. He shows that he can affect a comeback on the road, which I like. He shows that he can dominate a lesser team when you put it on him to do so. Ultimately, I just got to see what he does against the big dog, against another heavyweight, and we're going to find out eventually. But he's passed a lot of the early tests and the early steps he looks to, he to looks get in there. He's, he's a pretty-looking quarterback, I'll tell you. Well, that. I mean, he's, yeah, it's his play, with, yes. With the helmet on. Yes, he's a thick boy, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, that'll do it for today's snaps. Uh, again, guys, please spread the word. YouTube.com slash at volume snaps. are going to be live every day, noon central, 1 o'clock Eastern. The more you hit the like button, the more y'all subscribe, the more it helps us. It goes out to everyone. Shout out to everyone for, um, uh, you know, showing us love being so kind and look and i love when you all talk shit too so we'd both yeah. do so uh keep it coming and uh aaron best of luck on the call tonight dude thank Who you, you got thank you. you want me to put any bets in on the game just kidding don't answer that because you're not allowed to bet on games you're calling 
Um, CJ says, we love you, T-Bob. Why not love your Metro Atlanta family? I love Atlanta, dude. UJ would have been the only other school I would have gone to outside of LSU. I used to um, go take unofficials there in high school so I could go party all weekend and drink all the time and go to the game for fun. Um, but uh, nah, nah, I'm just a little LSU boy at heart. Even though my wife's family still lives in Duluth and coming now. Shout out, Joe. Marty Funkhauser, $5 super chat. I'm an Aggie, and I knew we would lose at halftime with a seven-point lead. Only had to listen to Jimbo. Zero killer instinct. He is who he is. We haven't we haven't discussed that yet this week, have we? No. We were going to talk about it yesterday, but we got to talk, you know, the, the, the Georgia-Kentucky kind of. Yeah, I hate that I've let this bleed into two shows. It's done. It's done. It's, it's done. done. We, 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 we've said our piece. We will I never talk about Georgia Kentucky until next season. I feel like we've beaten the shit out of this dead horse. You ever seen uh you ever seen the movie Sin City, Aaron? Mm-mm. Oh, there's a scene with this guy called the Yellow Bastard, and Bruce Willis starts punching him in the face, and he continues punching him till he till his whole head just turns into like a a bloody, messy pulp of viscera and matter. I feel like that's essentially what we've done to uh, to uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Uh, Greg says, why snaps live on YouTube day? Because we're back, baby. We are Woo. back and we are live on YouTube every single day, Monday through Thursday and on the weekend. So spread the word. Uh, but yeah, Jimbo, D- D- Marty, somewhere along the line, I think the game just kind of passed Jimbo by. Yeah. He's still a great recruiter, but yeah, I, I agree. All right. Love you all so much. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow, noon, Central 1 Eastern. Thank you to Ryan Brumley, Adam Gracia, Danny Cardenas, Chris Chan, Christian Hunter, uh, Pat Gunther, everybody at Snap. Shout out the volume. Shout out Colin Cowherd. We'll be back with more snaps tomorrow. See you then. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.